0: Daniel and Vicky Hagedorn for preparing kids for life at pk4l.com and our podcast is for all things parenting. You know as parents ourselves my wife and I have the same fears every parent has which is basically some form of do I have what it takes to be a good parent but along the way we discovered some time-tested principles that empowered us with the mindset and the map to overcome those fears and to replace our insecurities with confidence. And that's why my wife and I want every parent to reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. We want every parent to be able to give their children a childhood they won't have to recover from and to prepare them for life as the best version of themselves. So our podcast is really just our way of paying it forward. And at PK4L, we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies every step of the way. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to thrive at home with your kids. And we're gonna focus on seven things every parent can start doing right now. You know, my wife and I, we've been homeschooling our daughter for the last 11 years, but I know that for a lot of parents out there, uh, there's almost like a new phrase that's been coined just to describe the situation. Uh, with sheltering at home and just spending a lot more time together, and they call it accidental homeschooling, right? So this is really just a 360-degree view of things we can do to help our children become the young men or women that God designed them to be. And these are, just, these are just basic principles that everybody can start applying right now. And some of them may just be, you may think, oh, that's just common sense. And some of them may actually kind of surprise you. Uh, it might be something you hadn't thought of before, or it might even be something that you go, huh, that's kind of interesting. I think about that some more. But that's fine. I just think that, and my hope for this is that this will just take a lot of pressure off your shoulders because you know, parents, God bless you. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. You're incredibly hard on yourself. And so I just want to do something that hopefully eases a little bit of the burden that you are presently shouldering. So let's take a look at these seven things. Number one is cultivate a love of learning. parents. You do not have to be a guru, thank goodness, right? We don't have to know everything about everything, but we do need to model everything we teach our children because a a child is listening to our example, not really our advice, not really our words, it's our example. And so ultimately a child is learning to take responsibility for their choices by seeing a parent take responsibility for their own. And likewise, over time, a child develops a love of learning by seeing their parents demonstrate their own love of learning. In fact, I'll even go so far as to suggest that every question a child asks that a parent cannot answer actually becomes an amazing opportunity to discover the answer together. And ultimately, this is teaching a child how to find answers on their own. Number two, the goal of learning is learning how to learn. I know that almost sounds so simple, but bear with me. The truest form of education is comprised of learning interconnected subjects, and these subjects reflect the larger work of God's creation. Each subject challenges a different aspect of a child's thinking, which in turn stimulates the development of different skills for mastery. I mean, as parents, the only thing we can be certain of is that things will change. And they change faster than ever. How fast? Well, let me put it this way, and this is an example I've used before, but. It illustrates the point perfectly. The top 10 in-demand jobs of 2010 did not even exist in 2004. Fortunately, no matter what the future holds, a child who knows how to self-educate will never fall behind the curve, so to speak, because learning how to learn is a priceless skill that will never, ever lose its value. Number three, Don't worry about grades. And don't let your child worry about them either. I taught high school for 16 years. I I, I get grades. But I'm telling you, the main thing we need to focus on is actual learning. And how will you know when actual learning has occurred if we're not worrying about grades? Basically, this is all you need to think about. When your child is able to teach something in simple terms to someone else, then they have learned. Otherwise, you're merely measuring their familiarity with the information. Number four, mastery matters more than being quote, ahead or behind. That's why really in one sense, there's no such thing as age or grade levels or being ahead or behind in the curriculum. Again, assuming a child is doing their best, Mastery is the only goal. Not how many chapters have been covered, not how many worksheets have been completed, not how many standardized tests have been taken. Because in the grand scheme of things, who cares if it takes them one hour, one week, or one month to master a particular skill or concept? Learning builds upon itself, and mastery builds competence competence develops confidence and confidence empowers achievement. I think the failure of mile-wide, inch-deep learning strategies are already self-evident and really they only hinder a child's development. If the child demonstrates a less than excellent effort, then you should absolutely lean in. But this also gifts a parent with the wonderful opportunity to train a child's character by asking them one simple question. If you can do better, should you? Number five, every child is unique. Educate them that way. Listen, every child is uniquely made in the image of God. So how they learn will also be unique. Their learning must be personalized not standardized. After all, not every child learns the same things, the same way, at the same age, at the same time, at the same speed. And so really, in this situation, what parents can do is they can, they can reinforce this reality by focusing on principles over practicals. What do I mean by that? Well, principles are time-tested and universally apply to everyone. On the other hand, practicals are useful for particular individuals or situations. So here's what we gotta do. Parents, you have to be patient with yourself while you're experimenting with various practicals to help your child learn the principles. And be sure to give yourself a lot of grace because not every experiment is going to work out the way that you hope it will. Number six. Always remember your why. Remember, you're raising a person, not fixing a problem. So address situations as they arise, absolutely. But don't lose sight of the why that's driving the outcome or behavior. In other words, if we see unhealthy fruit in the life of a child, we follow the fruit to the root of the issue and this is always going to be a lot more effective than quote behavior management strategies or tips and techniques. And at least part of why or I should say at least part of your why is helping your children discover theirs. Lastly, number 7. Number 7. Own your stuff. You know, it's a blessing that our children don't expect us to always know or say or do the right thing in every situation. But I'm here to tell you, I've worked with kids in one form or another for 30 years. The trade-off for their graciousness is that you cannot pretend to be something you're not. In fact, I'll suggest to you the only quote-unquote unforgivable sin when it comes to kids is hypocrisy. You cannot have a home face, a church face, or work face. Just your face. Remember, you are awesome, but you make a lousy someone else. So when we make mistakes, and we all will because we're human, apologize to your child and mean it. Demonstrating humility and also taking personal responsibility goes a lot further with a child than listening to a lecture or a sermon about it. And ultimately, this is what we're doing. We're living our lives in front of our kids. And that's why it's so important that we deal with our stuff so our kids don't have to. Because I know that every parent wants the best for their kid. Every parent is willing to do whatever it takes to help their kids be their best. And so these are just seven things. These are these are seven core principles that my wife and I have used with our own daughter in 11 years of homeschooling and it's been incredibly successful. Uh, this is something that I've I've kind of worked on and honed and lived. This is coming from 30 years working with kids. 16 of those years have been in the classroom. So this isn't something that I'm I'm trying out or I, I hope it works okay or it's just a suggestion that occurred to me. Th- these are things I've I've actually done. And again, the whole point of sharing them with you is I just wanted you to have hopefully a little bit of relief. I know it can be challenging. I know it can be difficult, uh, but it is so worth it. And I know that our kids are awesome and they will love us for it. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there and we appreciate the precious gift of your time. Be sure to check out our website, pk4l.com for more resources and click on the link in the show description to download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Healthy Home as our gift to you. Remember, we're with you every step of the way. Until next time, have a great day.